Hello, everybody, and welcome to Game List, a show about our Game of the Year list, one month at a time, but also about gaming news and what we're playing and, you know, all sorts of things along those lines. If you're listening to this or watching this, you're noticing I look different and sound weird, so if you hear me masticate and flub over my lines and mess this whole thing up, it's because uh, I'm on vacation, I'm staying with my parents. Also, I'm sorry if they yell at me. I don't think they'll yell at me. Colin, dude, how you doing, dude? I'm doing great. You said masticate, and I heard it wrong at first. <laughs> I was like, oh. what are you doing on the podcast, Jake? <laughs> oh, my God. We all know what masticate means. It's very different than <laughs> yes. what Colin thought. Chewing. Uh, so you're not hearing, you're not hearing my <laughs> crispy, clean sounds of my Shure SM7B. This stream is brought to you by Blue Yeti microphones that yes. I bought at Best Buy on sale. Uh, <laughs> so I could get this thing out. They're not sponsoring us. Yeah. The only sponsor here is Jeff Keatley, as you all know. True. If you're brought to you by if Jeff you're Keatley. constant listeners, this is true. Um, but for the most part, it should be a pretty standard show, albeit it's going to be a little, I don't know, light. It's yeah. the summertime, man. There's not much happening out there. It's more about what we're playing and then a little bit of news that wasn't revealed last month at Summer Game Fest. I feel like a lot of developers kind of shot their wad for the next couple months and now yeah. we're just sort of waiting for that holiday season so we'll cover what we need to cover we'll talk about what i'm playing on vacation but apologies for any uh technical difficulties or lack in quality as far as what you're used to versus right now the good news is that colin's over here stepping up to the plate dude he's on the ones and twos today if you're watching the video version you got a pretty high tech show if i'm gonna be honest here for as small as say, we are absolutely I think we're blowing a lot of the video podcasts out of the water when it comes to like what we offer for a visual aid for our stuff. We have nice thumbnails. We have great little videos that we interject. So we've got Colin has already made his first mistake and we've had Stray up on the screen. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're talking about Stray talking right about off the Stray. jump. I realized that as we were talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm behind the wheels. So there's going to be a lot of mistakes. It's okay. It's going to be a fast and loose episode. Yeah. And that is absolutely fine. Your options were late episode of this quality that you hear here or no episode, or, yeah, at, no all. episode so at all. So if you're listening or watching, thank you and you're welcome. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> all sure. right. <laughs> Let's jump into things uh, and just, you know, lead this off the way that we always do. Colin, what you been playing? Nobody at home knows. They have no idea. Uh, let's switch it up on them. Let's, walk, let's jump to the back of the list and work our way forward. Uh, it's stray no yeah i've been playing stray um yeah. i've been having a great time with it actually have you have you played this game no man so that's gonna be like the running theme throughout this whole show that's is true. that for we always do this the same way we kind of lead with like new releases things that come out in july uh july august of 2022 things that could possibly make our goatee list that's why this show is called game list and really i've been pretty limited on what i can play down here i'm traveling with just my switch basically and then whatever goes up on x cloud through my computer so yeah. no stray for me but eternally jealous and we'll be getting to it when i get home yeah it's it's pretty good uh i'm not a cat guy as you know uh but mm -hmm. i had a good time with it it's a uh it's a, a very light puzzle exploration game, pretty linear as well, um, where you play a cat, uh, an unnamed cat at that. Uh, mm. I actually played this again today. Uh, it's been a while since this game released, but I played it, beat it in about five hours. It's pretty short. Um, and then there was a speed run trophy to beat the game in under two hours. Uh, mm. So I went through, played it today, beat it in like an hour 37, just 
point A to point B every time. Uh, nice. There's a few puzzles within, uh, a few interesting mechanics, but for the most part, you just get to live out your dreams of being a cat, which I don't have those dreams, but some people Oh, you do. don't? No, <laughs> no. I, um, I had a good time with it, though. It's very pretty. It's a very pretty game. It's set in like a uh, post-apocalyptic cyberpunk-esque type yeah. city. So um, is it a platformer? Kind of, but the platform is very locked off. You'll walk up to a ledge and you'll see an X kind of floating there to jump to it. So You can't miss your jump? You can't miss your jump. Not a platformer. So it's just like an exploration game? Yeah, yeah, it's more of an exploration game. But there, it's like the thing of you can't really look at it. Um, you can't look at it like a normal exploration game because you're exploring from the point of view hmm. of a cat. So you can right. jump up onto air conditioners and you can walk straight through like bars, like jail bars that you wouldn't oh, be able cool. to in any other game. Um, so it's it's different from most exploration games because you can't go the same ways as you normally would. Like you would see a door and you're like, can I open that door? Well, you're a cat. No, you can't. But maybe you can crawl through an air vent under the door or something. Yeah, like that. that's pretty cool. So there's like a learning curve to it. Did you find that like towards the end of the game, you were thinking about your environments differently, the way that you traverse them. Yeah, yeah. I th There are boards that you can knock over as a cat to walk across gaps and stuff. Um, so it's it's it does make you think about the environment differently in, like, traversal. Um, mm -hmm. But mainly it's just a pretty game. It's not hard at all. Like, it's a really pretty game. Lots of neon, uh, lots of dark alleys and stuff. Uh, I had a good time with it. I'm ready for you to play it because you are a cat guy. Um, I'm an uh, animal guy, pet guy. I'm not like necessarily at a cat. category, I would say, but I, I appreciate cats. Yeah. Um, multiple questions come to mind. Okay. Stray 2, starring a dog? I think it should be called Strays Ooh. and have a cat and a dog and be co-op. That is genius. What's the name of that fucking game with the fox and um, the... The wolf cub and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black and Blanc? white one that looks like an Annapurna. Was it Blanc? Blanc. Good pull, yeah. dude. Yeah, Blanc. Which is, I think it's coming from like Gearbox Publishing or something. Yeah, Gearbox Despite it looking like it should be an Annapurna game. Yeah. And on that same note, this is actually an Annapurna game. And now, officially, their best selling or best launch for a game. Is it really? I so far. That. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the most successful. I'm not sure exactly. You know how video game accolades are. You can basically find one for any game that you put yeah. out. Like, they had the best Saturday launch of all time. Like, yeah, but I believe it, only though. Only three I mean, games have ever came out on a Saturday or something like that. Yeah, it had the big PlayStation push. Um, and, it did. And the internet blew up about the cats. Like, there was a CNN yeah. article. Like, a CNN article for a game. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I believe it. It's, it's a fun game. Um, I... I don't know. I, I would give it like a solid eight. Like it's a good game. I don't mm -hmm. have much bad to say about it. I, nothing really. Yeah. Um, but there's just know... not, not much substance to it. Yeah. And I think it only retails for 30 or 40 bucks. I think it's 30. And most people are getting it via PlayStation Plus Premium. Yes. Premium. We're going to lock down those names at some point. Premium or extra or premium. I think that's it. It's like the running bit on this show is we don't know the names of the PlayStation <laughs> I'm, tiers. I'm the PlayStation guy. I'm supposed to know these things, but... Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm it, just yeah, here to make fun of it. Essential, which is like just normal old PS Plus. Premium, yeah. which is like a game catalog, like 400. And then 
no, no, extra, which is like the game catalog, and then premium, which is like the whole shebang, ever even bigger game catalog and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good game. I played it for free. I free. Um, I enjoyed it, loved it, and I, I mean, <laughs> I want to see more of it. But yeah. Uh, speaking of games that aren't full priced, you. <laughs> You that's not a fun intro. Have, Love it live alive. I think that's a pretty good segue to live alive. It's only ten bucks cheaper than full. It's fifty bucks, but Still Switch games only price. retail at sixty. It's the right price. I would have. I think they could have charged sixty for this and had the same thing. Um, as far as like sales, if you're in on this game, you're in. If you're not, you're not. You kind of already know. Yeah. We actually talked about this at length last episode because I was able to sink my teeth into the demo. And if you guys recall, I played one section of the three that were available for the demo yeah. and then stopped playing because I was sold. I'm all in. Uh, if you're unsure of what Live Alive is, if you missed last week's, uh, last month's episode, Live Alive is a 2D SNES era platformer redone by Square Enix in 2D HD, the same way that you would expect to see Octopath Traveler or that Dragon Quest 3 remake that's coming up. Very, very pretty. All remastered sounds and menus and the whole nine yards. The game is very unique in that it takes place over the course of seven individual stories. Uh, this one is like you go, you collect a party, you fight enemies, you traverse the world. Um, story progresses, game ends. The other ones kind of all have like a hook. There's something different about each one of them in the way that it plays out. For example, the distant future has no battles at all outside of a game. And it's almost like a visual novel drama that plays out. It's a uh, kind of plays out like the, I guess, kind of like alien where a bunch of people on a ship and something's going wrong and everyone is to get each other. And it's just like about these six or seven characters uh, really, really interesting. One of them is essentially a boss rush mode where there's not much story tacked on. It's literally just like, it's almost presented like a fucking Street Fighter game. You select your enemy and then you fight them one-on-one -on -one throughout the whole thing. Still yeah. in that same JRPG battle system, but uh, just one-on-one -on -one battles, essentially. It is a very, very cool and unique video game. It originally came out in 1995 for the Super Nintendo, and it was... Shares a lot of DNA with Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. The teams that were working on Live Alive and those two games um, share a lot of employees. So a lot of the music and the visuals, they all sort of line up. If you're a fan of those types of games, I can't recommend Live Alive enough. It is very fucking cool, and I think it's doing well. I feel like the discourse online, people that are playing it are loving it. The reviews are through the roof. If you're into JRPGs, HD 2D specifically, it's a no-brainer. And I get like Colin was saying, 50 bucks. So my question is, it, this game obviously makes me think of Octopath Traveler with the HD 2D mm -hmm. thing. And then I think more about Octopath Traveler and there's eight different characters with different stories. Yeah. But they're all taking place at like the same time. So you can have okay. your party made up of four of the eight that you have. Uh, mm -hmm. How does like party system work in this? You start a new timeline, you just automatically have a new party? It depends on the timeline that you're doing. You're basically always playing as the one character that you've selected, but your party members are unique to that individual story. So the side characters that are make up your party in one have absolutely nothing to do with the other ones. Your levels do not intersect. The skills that you learn don't intersect. Each one almost kind of starts off with like a light tutorial as if it's your first time playing. 
um, I guess Live Alive. You have to because you can yeah. start at different areas. But it doesn't hinder it in any way. You don't feel like, okay, this is different because they're all so, not so different because they're all like subtly different. There's yeah. enough to learn about the ins and outs and which person's move sets you have and how the battles are actually brought on. Are they random? Some of them like are as different as standard RPGs. You either have random battles where the screen shatters and all of a sudden you're fighting somebody like Pokemon in the grass or some of them are like a Dragon Quest scenario where see a monster on the field and you can just fucking run away from it and not fight it. So there's a lot of little differences there with each of the stories, but yeah, no intersection. I, I guess obviously at this point I haven't seen it. I can go ahead and just like theorize. I don't know if I'm right. It would make sense, but there's not much common theme. Now that I've beat a couple of these things, like I've gotten to multiple endings of these stories and I don't see a connective thread yet. So okay. I don't know if they come together. My theory is that in some way they come together all the time. I'm guessing there's going to be some portals and shit. Um, but there's a couple through lines where if you're thinking about something that happened in the distant past, you will maybe see like a name or something that reminds you of a name from the distant past in the near future. Like a okay. company is named after like a side character from mm. that character back then. So they're clearly all taking place in the same world or in the same universe. But... I'm not sure the connective tissue, and I don't honestly like the weirdest part about it. And it's not a knock. And maybe we can revisit it. I don't be something we talk about really. Probably something I would bring up on stream where I would be like, "Hey, I want to talk spoilers of Live Live. Tune the fuck out," because I don't know if this warrants a spoilist or anything like that. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see how the connective tissue comes together because at this point I don't see it, which again isn't a knock because each of these have been independently satisfying. It's also something that I feel like. If you're somebody that finds like 40 to 80 hour JRPGs daunting, there's something to say for each of these individual stories. Like I would say somebody like you, Colin, this would yeah. be a perfect thing for where you can just be like, I don't have all day to yeah. play a JRPG, but I have four hours and you can knock out a full story in that four hours and have a full beginning, middle and end to that story with a satisfying conclusion that stands alone completely. You don't need anything to go along with it. You'll put the switch down and say nice game yeah see that's uh, my thought is well one i have vowed to myself to not buy another hd 2d game until i finish the most recent one which was triangle strategy that's um, not a, uh, I, I, strategy I need to game. i need hey man don't hate on the strategy dude don't hate on the shapes all right octo <laughs> triangle play. um that's right but no i i, I want to play it i I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, my thing is, I feel like I'll get tired by like the fourth story starting over. It's like, oh my God, I have to start another story. I just hate yeah, I think, starting games. You know? Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing is that like some of the stories are better than the others. Point in my head, I have like a clear rank. I like one of these the best and I don't like another one of them. But when I say I don't like it, I'm not like, oh, I would never play this. I just think of it in context to the other three stories that I've played and I go, oh, these three were markedly better than the one okay. that I just played. Um, but nonetheless, I think that there's, it's a very, very unique game. Very unique. And it's really, I'm just happy that it exists. I'm happy that it got this honestly really nice treatment as far as a port goes not even a port a remake goes it's a game that i feel like a year ago not many people in america even knew the name of yeah and now it's getting treated as nicely as you would hope one of the beloved 
2D JRPG classics would. Like this is what people hope to see Chrono Trigger become or hope to see Final Fantasy VI become. And instead we get it for this game we've never heard of, which I think is a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to play it and I will in the future, but um Yeah. You know, you know what else is getting really nice treatment recently? Look at your transitions. Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna segue saying speaking of another game that's not full priced just reuse <laughs> you that segue that one. over and you over. can't you can't do that um no cult of the lamb dude I love this game um you know they're the best way to describe this game is to look at all the other indie game that's that indie games that have come out over the past couple of years mm-hmm. and take pieces from them so uh there's a piece of enter the gungeon and how the room layout is. You enter a room, you fight people, and it branches off into different rooms, right? Then there is slay the spire. After you finish a couple rooms, you'll eat. You'll reach like the end of it, and you'll get to pick a path that you can see what's coming up. It could be a shop. It could be another fight. It could be resources, and you pick a path up to the boss. So it's the same way that Slay the Spire has their branching paths. Uh, mm. There's light Animal Crossing things, somewhat. I, I don't know, like the the base building resource management stuff. Sure. Um, so you're recruiting followers. You're making sure they're happy. You're making sure they're worshiping you. Uh, you're making sure that they're fed. Um, it it has this thing where they all age. So your followers die either from old age or you can just sacrifice them and you get extra like uh you get extra money or whatnot you get extra uh resources or upgrade points when you sacrifice them uh so it's a game that manages to be extremely dark but also really uh fun at the same time like it's super cute but super dark too like yeah i have this it looks i i'm sorry to interrupt it looks like something that people that shop at hot topic are going to love i love it (laughs) i love it dude it has been one of i have played it non-stop since it released um and i beat it today i beat the game today and i have every trophy except for one the only one that's stopping me is a bugged trophy that everybody has a bug for Um, so i haven't had the chance to play this obviously not available platform that i have accessible at this Is it however not on the i have seen some streams i don't believe so i think that's uh sony platforms and pc only if I'm... i thought it was everywhere i might be wrong um but nonetheless i've seen a lot of reports of so i've watched some streams on twitch and i know that twitch integration has been a real issue yeah. uh where if it's either it's oftentimes not working if it is working it has up to a 10 minute delay that really stops the momentum of like the actual integration itself. And I've heard of some soft locks, like the one that you're having with the trophy that are locking people completely out of their game. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of all that? Uh, there are issues with it. Uh, there are, I had a, tr- a bug that I think I'm the only person that's ever had it. Cause I, I searched through the entire spreadsheet of bugs. Uh, pretty much the first big boss that I fought, we traded kills. I killed him at the exact same time he killed me. And it took me back to my base 
it gave me the credit for killing him, but I wasn't able to collect the resources that he gives you whenever he dies, which are unique resources. Um, so the, the one trophy that I'm missing out on is there's like a ton of different skins in this game that you can give to your followers. Um, and of those skins, there's one that you have to get five seashells. I'm sorry, five snail shells and offer them to different offering places around the world. Uh, the problem is the, the snails are supposed to spawn randomly as you're fighting. Uh, not a single snail spawned in my entire game. So I was not able to collect any snail shells to get <laughs> that bizarre. last follower skin. Yeah. So th I've had bugs. I've had bugs where I had one hard crash. No, two hard crashes. Um, I've had like rituals just freeze and then resume after like a minute or so. Um, there, there are bugs, but for the most part, there are ways around them. I guess I probably encountered less bugs than a lot of people have online. Um, but I've enjoyed my time with it. Like I would recommend it. I would, I would maybe yeah, say it looks really cool for a little and bit, but I don't know. I, I mean, it's weird because it's like an indie game. And it's Devolver published, and I can't imagine they're over going crazy about making deadlines and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, they're yeah. a business and stuff, but they seem like a pretty chill company where yeah. if the developers here were like, hey, Devolver, we need an extra month and a half to get this thing in the oven to come out correctly, mm -hmm. they could probably get it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that it came out with so many problems because it is something that I especially with the Twitch integration, if they get that figured out, that seems like a very fun thing to... But it's a great game. I recommend it for everyone. It's... I don't know how much it actually costs. I bought... I think it's 25 I it's, it's 25, 25. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bought it without even paying attention because I was like, this is a game for me. I'm that hot yeah. topic guy. It's Makes me. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. You can get your wallet with a chain or a Jack Skellington t-shirt or perhaps... A cult of the lamb yeah but hey speaking about games that are less than retail price. speaking of games that are less than retail we have multiverses it's literally free, free baby Free um, 99 also before this before we leave cult of the lamb completely in the dust uh it's on every platform so it's, oh, nice. it's everywhere um, good good correction multiverses is also every platform uh it, no, is it no. Not? This one I do. This one I do know is not every. Oh no. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. I'm pretty sure multiverse is only PlayStation platforms and PC. I think that's maybe where I got fucked up. You can double check that, and he'll probably come back and say every platform. I know it's not on Switch. Okay. It might be on Xbox. It's everywhere but Switch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, it's. I, I've been playing it. You have not because you don't have your Switch. Yeah. Or you don't have anything but a Switch, correct? Um, it's good. And I don't, I, you know me, I'm, I'm a smash observer, right? Mm -hmm. I don't play much. I'm, I'm there for it. I love it when people get the characters that they want, but I, I, I'm not good at it. And I don't like playing yeah. games that I'm not good at. Uh, I've been playing this game and I've been freaking kicking butt, dude. I've been going <laughs> crazy on this game. Yeah. Uh, so it's a smash like. Yes. Where it feels like one of the biggest budget like blatant smash ripoffs that have come out there was that nicktoons all-star brawl that came out not too flat didn't have the support that it needed this one seems to have some legs under it as far as like announcements and hype goes i think there was like they logged 10 million players and this game isn't even out of beta i think 
we're recording this on the 14th. I'm pretty sure tomorrow or the day after season one officially starts. Um, they've got somewhat of a roadmap ahead of them. But that's the one thing that we're kind of leaving out when we're explaining this game is that really differentiates it outside of, oh, well, they're leaving two big things out. So it's WB multiverses. So it takes place in the WV universe, I multiverse. guess, which is primarily uh, Looney Tunes, but then also like properties from like DC Comics and Iron Giant and Game of Thrones and potentially maybe Harry Potter in the future. Um, a ton of different properties, which is cool. But the big hook for gameplay that differentiates it from Smash is the two versus two, right? Yeah. Isn't that the big? Yeah, there, there's no free for all, correct? It's all two v two. Not matches? that I know. Of. There's one v one and two v two. I don't. I I have not seen a free for all um, yet. But I, I also haven't been looking too much into the gameplay modes just because I've been playing with my friends. Um, yeah. So yeah, we've been playing two v two. Um, Super cool. You know what I want for this game? I want Sydney Sweeney's character from Euphoria as a playable character in this game. I'll take any character from Euphoria. It would be pretty rad. I feel like that's the coolest thing. The super weirdos they can pull from their thing. But yeah. Euphoria is HBO. That's not Warner Brothers, is it? Yeah, H- HBO stuff is is up for yeah, grabs. Yeah, Game of Thrones is there. You're yeah. right. Yeah, so we could have Westworld. Mm. You could have freaking Ooh. anything HBO, pretty much. Um, Westworld finale tonight. I, 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 I've never seen an episode of Westworld. It's good. It's, it's good and bad. I'm on season four right now, which is airing as, and season one was cool. Season two was a, okay. Season three was kind of a drag. Season four has been great. So it's been one of those that I'm kind of waiting until they just finish the entire show to watch. Yeah, um, you might dig it. I've been watching Peaky Blinders recently. Ooh. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like I Cill- Cillian, Cillian, Cillian? Is it? Do you say Killian? Cillian? Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Fantastic. Pretty great. Um, big fan. Yeah. So, Speaking of Killian, bro, I'm just kidding. I don't have a transition for that. Um, no, actually, I mean, you've been on the run for a while, right? You've been off off the grid, so you've been playing yeah. stuff on your Switch. So yep. one thing that you've been playing is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Tell me about that. Fucking for the first time. Well, not for the first time ever. I feel like this is a game. There's a couple of these, basically. For the most part, this is one of those games that I missed when it was popular. Yeah. And since that time, I've thrown myself at it a couple times and I've made or two, but I've never really like tried to progress through Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past before in my life. And I know that it's one of those games where it's a series that I love. Like I adore Zelda, basically all of the Zelda games. And I haven't given it the time that it deserves. Mm-hmm. And I committed, I buckled down, I got as far as I've ever been in the game. If you're familiar with the story, I guess I don't really have to tread that lightly on spoilers for a game that's 30 years old. But um, Hey man, I've, I've never played this the, game. Please don't spoil it for me, please. I've made it to the world of darkness, uh, or the... I think it's called the... Or the dark world, world of darkness. One of the two. Something or the dark lines. world. Shadow, shadow world, shadow realm, shadow world. It's something like that. But it does, you know, similar to Ocarina of Time where you have like adult link there's a there's a big swap kind of a midway or one third of the way through uh change in the environment which is really rad and just so much that this game does is so far ahead of its time i have been loving it i think once you get past the initial hour of the game of like okay i'm playing a game from 1992 or three or whenever the fuck this came out yeah it's obviously a top-down 2d adventure that 
has some dated things. There's some quality of life stuff that would be iterated upon if we were to see it get remade the way that did a couple of years ago for the Switch. That would be really nice to have. But this game fucking stands up to the test of time. It is so good and it has those like satisfying Zelda puzzles. I am so blown away by the amount of things that Ocarina of Time didn't originate. I guess that's like kind of my first big like Zelda game that I sunk my teeth into. And it's so easy to equate so much of what it does to Ocarina because it's such a big deal in the video game universe. Yeah. But A Link to the Past has so much going for it. It is such a fucking good video game and it holds up in 2022. It's on your Switch even if you don't have the expensive membership in the S collection and it's on there. You can rewind if shit goes sideways for you, which is fucking awesome to have if you're a shitty gamer like me. But I am plugging through this game. I think I'm five dungeons in at this point. I am lost in the world and having an absolute blast. Really digging Link to the Past. So would you want like a Link's Awakening remake of this? Yeah, I mean, but that's not saying much because I'd like a bunch of games to be redone the way that Link's Awakening has been redone. I think I would be... Like, I think this game holds up better than Link's Awakening because Link's Awakening is a Game Boy game. It's a weird it's, game, too. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. But it's it's much more dated than A Link to the Past. Like, I feel like if I played the original Link's Awakening or even Link's Awakening DX, which is like the Game Boy Color version of it with a couple upgrades, yeah, it's going to feel a lot shittier and a lot more dated than A Link to the Past does. In that same vein, the Game Boy Color Capcom games... Uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, I think deserve that treatment first. Bring those guys out of the depths or even remake the first Zelda. Um, I feel like A Link to the Past is the look and sound of good enough these days. Yeah. I would almost rather get like just like an HD 2D <laughs> upgrade, like just a little coat of paint. The gameplay is perfect. You know it what really game, is so good. You know what game I really want like a remake of? What? The Last of Us. I think I think <laughs> I think a remake. I'm so out on the last, dude. I'm so out. Oh, you just broke up there. What'd you say? You said you're so excited for the Last of Us. I'm Oracle? out, dude. I'm out. I just I don't have the hype behind. I do. It hasn't been enough time for me to be like. Here's here's what I'll say about the Last of Us remake. Is the next time that I want to play the Last of Us Part One, or I guess. Well, real fans just call it The Last of Us. Um, the next time I want to play that, that's the way that I will play it, yes. But I am not rip-raring to go to spend $70 to play a game that I played not that long ago on PS4 Redone. I it am. just feels weird. I am. I'm I think excited. there's a lot of people that are. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. Um, but yeah. a, a game that will probably never, ever get remade or need a remake minecraft it, it oh, just yeah, dude. keeps being updated there's there's no change i mean I, there's no changes that's, that's there's no, a ton that's of wrong changes. to say but you know it more or less it looks the same as it did when it came out but it works it does work all right so i've had a minecraft realm with two of my best friends there's only three of us on the realm and we've had this thing going for four or five years uh, granted if you're doing math in your head to f find out if it was like age acceptable for us to start playing minecraft at that time no it still wasn't <laughs> well, hey, but nonetheless on, it's always age acceptable to play minecraft it's just oh, one yeah. of the best games ever made I, it's not a kid's game it's a no. family game yeah it's for all ages you but, and your um, son you and your son 
don't have children. Um, but my buddies and I are kind of back on our realm. We let it expire sometimes, and then we get back into it. There's been some ebbs and how into it we are, but we're back in again. And man, Minecraft just always slaps. Time disappears when you are playing that game and just working on a project. There is something about it that is so fucking good. I yeah. really, really adore it. Um, do you have any? Have you played it? I mean, you're a zoomer, dude. Oh, you're, oh you're I, really I have the platinum on Minecraft, dude. Uh, no, I play Minecraft's a lot of about well, platinums. I have played a lot of Minecraft. I've gotten to the point where I hop back in it for like two weeks every year, uh, yeah. and grind through it. Um, it's just one of the best games what's ever the, made, right? What's the most intricate thing you've ever built, and what's the coolest thing you've ever built? Oh, okay. So when I was in high school, maybe middle school, high school, sure. Uh, I had it on the Kindle Fire. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I built, uh, well, there's two things that I've built that I thought were really cool. One, I built a giant motel and every room was furnished. There were like 200 rooms, like four stories high. There was a big atrium and everything. It was amazing. And then my Kindle fire died and I lost it all. And I was like, no, no, my ladies, motel. Ladies and gentlemen, in a world where you can build anything. You oh, 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 he's gone. There we go. Say that again. Say that line again. Roll it back. Roll it back. I said, ladies and gentlemen, in a world where you can build any build a hotel, not a motel. Did you cut out every time you say, in a world where you can build anything? Build a hotel, not a motel. There we go. Yes, build a... Well, okay, what's the difference between a hotel and a motel? A hotel is like a large tower of rooms it's usually more upscale okay. a motel is typically two floors or maybe you can go three or four i'm not sure it's usually wider than it is tall i okay. think is maybe like the biggest differentiator and most often you enter your rooms from the outside oh, i'm okay. not positive okay. i built a this hotel is game list this is game list not hotel list or motel list okay. so i'm not positive if that's correct but that's how i differentiate in my head i i built a hotel then because you entered from the inside nice. Uh, it nice. was not like a red roof in or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it's really fun. And then the second best thing I made, I was playing in high school on my Toshiba laptop. Okay. <laughs> Just the same laptop where I first played Skyrim at like 16 frames a second. Uh, a Toshiba. What other crazy technology did you. Oh, God. What other, you have any other weird drops? Well, I, I used to have this little thing that was, it was like a pocket Sudoku game um, with nice. its own like stylist that I would play Sudoku on the go. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that's how I played games between. You still haven't played Picross, huh? No, and I You like haven't. Sudoku? I did. Yeah, I, I need yeah, to play Picross. Dude. I'll, I'll pick it up one you day. You should. I, didn't, uh, I don't have that on the list, but I've been playing Picross. I basically, there are some games that I'm just constantly playing since Gameless started that I don't bring up every month, even though I'm still playing them. Picross is a game that I play like a couple dozen puzzles a month. Yeah. I'm on like Picross S3 or something like that. I need to play it. I hear good things about it. Um, it's actually on sale right now for, I think, bucks. Really? And then the second one is like seven, and then the rest of them are eight. Okay. Normally they're ten. I'll have to check them out at some point. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll pick one up, and we'll talk about it next month. Um, but uh, no, so that same laptop that I got, Pretty much, I saved up my money. I got like a two hundred dollar Toshiba laptop, piece of crap. But 
I, I wanted to buy a PS3, but my parents wouldn't let me buy like a gaming console. So I bought a laptop Ugh. and then I bought games nice. on Steam. Um, so one day we went out with my aunt and I convinced her to let me buy Skyrim, right? Oh, shit. We, I brought it home. My mom saw it was M-rated and took it back. No. Swear. So then I bought it again, and then that was the first M game that I ever played with Skyrim, and I played it on that crappy Damn. Toshiba laptop. Um, but back to, to Auntie. back to the Minecraft. <laughs> I know. She, she was great. It was great. Um, Minecraft, the best thing that I built on that laptop is I built my own Hunger Games map had a whole had a whole village had like a volcano in the corner had all sorts of stuff i even programmed like the cap the oh cap i want to say capricorn what's the thing the the like the thing are you asking me for hunger games lore no you know like the thing at thanksgiving that's like the shape of like a horn um, a cornucopia cornucopia i built like that area where they all spawn in in a circle and rush to the chests in the middle and I had it where you could queue up and you would press a button to make yourself in the match, to put yourself in the match, and you would teleport to your area. Like, I went through all the, like, uh, coding block things, and I coded, like, the entire, like, spawn system and everything. This is a wild revelation. Yeah. Colleen used to be a fucking Minecraft programmer. Modded servers, yeah. bro. Um, but <laughs> I built that. It had, like... It had like the I'm whole dying. big, uh, the whole big glass box keeping people from going off the edge. Um, it was amazing. It was great. I I worked on that forever, uh, and then that that Toshiba also died, and I lost all that. Damn. So, um, damn, technology's really failed you in the past, huh? It has. It has. Um, but you know, it was Crazy. still fun. I, don't I'm trying to think of like sweet technology that I had that you've just like. You never owned a disc man. Right? A, a disc man? Is that like a, a thing where you put a CD in it and you have what'd you say? Your fucking reaction disc man. A disc man? Is that like a Is that is that it's what you're thinking of. You put a it's CD like a, in it? Yeah. Yeah, and you carry it around with like these headphones strapped over your head? Yeah, I had those. Correct. I had one of those. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And you didn't know what a disc man was called? I didn't know it by that name. I think I got like a JBL nice. one. What was the first what was the first iPod you owned? Uh, I had an iPod Classic. Uh, I actually found it. Was it color screen? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it That's was, a differentiator. I, you didn't I, own black and white. Oh, see, I had it. It has like the little wheel in the middle where you, it's like Okay, touch. yeah, you're still. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found that when I was at home this summer. And like that sucker still works. It's great. Yeah, dude. Those are built to last. Yeah. Um, it's got a fucking ticking hard drive in it. Yeah. And then I got like the second third maybe fourth ipod ipod touch um, oh yeah i i before the ipod touch it existed i owned four or five pods i want to say yeah. uh my first one was an ipod mini like many people my age mm. i feel like which was the colored ones but they were black and white screen still they still had the click wheel and all that and i got like a fifth gen ipod with video where it was the color screen for the first time and all that kind of stuff i had like an ipod nano at one point and ipod shuffle but then once they put out those 
iPhones, baby. Yeah. Speaking of which, on the iPod Classic, I was looking through it, and I found I had two movies on that. It was Alvin and the Chipmunks 1 and 2, and I just had them (laughs) saved on there, and I would watch Alvin and the Chipmunks on this tiny iPod screen at home or, like, on the road, and I would just watch those movies repeatedly. It was pretty great. Not satisfied, not desiring any variety. You could have had Alvin toy story or something you know oh, change yeah. it up a little bit but you wanted the entire alvin are there only two alvin and the chipmunk no movies? i think they came out like three and four but that was after Damn. i moved up to something else are those musicals kind of not really yeah. but kind of they have music in them i've never seen them the second one they introduced the chipettes and there's like uh the chip the the, the girl version of alvin and the chipmunks um are they do they go together yeah, like there's like a short, short chubby one that wears green, a tall smart one that wears blue, and then the, the girl version of Alvin, and they all like love each other. Their exact like mirror image. Yeah, it's it's something else. Good for um, them. Good for them. Yeah, Alvin and the <laughs> Chipmunks and the Chip. I can't remember what the the name is of the second one, but uh, I know they made Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, where they. That's got, a good name. They got shipwrecked. You gotta you gotta give it to um, them. Yeah. I maybe it was Alvin and the Chipmunks and the Chipettes. I don't remember, but yeah, hmm. good movies, man. I want to go back and watch those. Those are funny. Pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, that's our conversation on Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> I that was great. Um, but yes, on from Minecraft. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, let me try that again. Uh, <laughs> I I got like a lump in my throat. Leave it in. Leave it in. Flawless trans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been playing Tales of Arise. I've been playing Tales of Arise. (laughs) Um, Man, talk about hot anime girls. Am I right? Um, Totally. (laughs) No, Tales of Arise, actually, super fun game. Uh, It's the first, like, full-length JRPG I've played in a while. I guess the last one was Final Fantasy VII Remake? Um, Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's a good game, man. Tales of Arise, you should play it. It's fun. It's got like I want to. It it's got like um I don't know like live action combat. What do you even call it? It's not turn based. Real real time. Real time combat. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. Action action combat. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's really fun. I had a great time with it. The story is pretty good. Uh, it's not the best JRPG story ever. Um, but the characters are interesting. Um. And the story does the typical anime thing. I, I mean, I would call this an anime JRPG because I know you're not a yeah. big anime guy. Um, <laughs> but anime normally does this thing where you're like, all right, we got this storyline. You can kind of see where it's going. And then you're like, oh, no, this is not where this is going at all. And it just takes yeah. a total left turn. Um, it does that. It, this game does that. Things go off the walls. Uh, you get like these huge revelations, especially in the back, like, quarter of the game it's like just info dump info dump which personally i love i the mm-hmm. more info dump the more exposition you can give me the better uh but i know a lot yeah. of people aren't a fan of that um but it it's a good game and it's fun you can actually play as all party members um but i only played, you as, played a tales game before i've never played a tales game before oh okay have you yeah really yeah, i played you- tales Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube, which I want to say 
might have been there was a Tales game for the Game Boy Advance that was ported over first, but it was like that was like the big coming out party for the Tales series in America was Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to go back on JRPGs, uh, and I want to. I want to play some of the old ones. From what I've seen, this one is like the best playing and best looking Tales, but it's yeah. one of the worst stories. But I still enjoyed the story, so I mean, it had me hooked. Um, nice. I spent about. 60 hours getting the platinum in this game uh i had a great time with it it, it was just super Solid. super fun um play dragon quest 11 man i need to play that what is it uh it's so good. what's 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 the subtitle of that it's on the tip of my tongue uh, echoes of an elusive age or something yeah, like. that's a that's a good subtitle i, I think yeah echoes it's not as good as i don't I know there's one dragon quest game that's like dragon quest adventures or something like that and i just remember it's like Oh fuck! Something the blight below the world trees flow and the blight below or okay. like that. Best fucking subtitle ever. Have you ever played game. a Dragon Quest Builders game? I hear they're pretty. Good. I tried both of them. I think I tried the demos for both of them, and it's like somewhere between Minecraft and either of them, despite liking Minecraft and Dragon Quest. Somewhere between Minecraft and Dragon Quest, but you didn't like either of them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You cut out. I was just clarifying. <laughs> I can read your lips, man. Filling in the blanks. Yeah. Um, Technical difficulties. So I'm on vacation, yeah, man. It is what it is. We're we're still rocking over here. I think we're doing great. Um, but a, 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 a game that I haven't checked out uh, that you swear by, right? Clubhouse mm-hmm. Games. Dude, essential, essential. If you're a Nintendo Switch owner, run. Don't walk. The clubhouse games 51 worldwide classics this is just a collection of games it's a first from nintendo published by nintendo and it is like the most simple games ever but programmed perfectly for the switch and there's great online and local player for all of them if you're completely unfamiliar with clubhouse games it originated on the ds i think and it's basically like the most simple games that exist like board games and card games so if i was like running down it's like chess checkers chinese checkers uh you can play poker you can play war you can play blackjack you can play solitaire you can play pool you can play like toy hockey like you see at like arcades sometimes where you twist the thing like foosball type of thing yeah it is the most ridiculous thing, there's like Marvel games, there's crossword puzzles. The amount of stuff in here is ridiculous. None of them would do well as like a standalone game, but as one comprehensive package, it is such a pleasure to have. If you're just ever like, how am I going to knock out a half hour before bed and you don't feel like playing Picross? Yeah. Clubhouse games is the answer. To just hop into a game of chess or checkers. Really, really fucking cool. So did you ever play, it was on the Wii, it was called Wii Play? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it similar to that? How it has like we play had like the tanks game and like the yeah jockey yeah game a little bit. The games are arguably even complex. Like they're all very like standard games. Like they it's all kind of wrapped around like I guess like so many of those games that you have like in your mind like a name for like Yahtzee for example. Is Yahtzee is just like the brand name yeah. of a game called Yacht Dice, for example. Okay. So what you really end up doing is you're playing like classic versions of these games 
already know. So you'll be like, what is this? And you'll hop into it and you're like, oh yeah, I've played that with my friend back in the day. It's a card game where you have to slap the pile when you get the right number. And the way that it just strings all these things together and is so available to you, there's no unlocking. Everything is just available to you right off the jump. It is just a very, very cool thing to have installed on your Switch. And it has a lot of really cool, like, it's a great game to play with somebody who doesn't play video games as well. Because you can unhook the controllers for checkers, for example, and turn your Switch into landscape mode. Yeah. And just use your finger to go against somebody and move your piece to the center. It's very cool. Two questions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Does it have eight ball pool? And does it have Uno? It does have Uno. It's called Last Card, okay. which again is one of those situations where yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Last Card is the original name of Uno, popular term for it. And then it has Pool, and it's pretty good. I'm not positive if it has 8-ball Pool. The version of Pool that I played was super fun, but it had to do with getting the balls in like ascending order. Does it have cup pong or like beer pong? Nah, no. I'm pretty much just thinking about this game. This game is like all the iMessage games just in one package. iMessage has games? Yeah, like it has like... What was did something just fall out of the the heavens in your room? (laughs) If you're you're listening to this and not watching... I've been fiddling with my fucking right AirPod for the last hour of this podcast, and I can't get it. My left one <laughs> secure in my ear. I just got these things a couple days ago, and the right one finally took a fucking tumble. I got some uh, stick tack mounting putty. Oh, You're Gorilla Brand, your, your, good yeah, stuff. Man. Um, <laughs> the good news is I still have one, and it's going great. Oh, so. we could we could hear that thing take a tumble on the ground as well. It sounded it sounded like dominoes falling or something. So far under the guest bed in my parents' window, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, well, Jake, that's, while that's Jake goes and digs his AirPods out of the abyss, oh, I'm um, leaving it. I'm done. The show goes on. I'm going to talk about Chernobylite. Um, Actually, I'm going to go get that AirPod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chernobylite. You, you don't even want to talk about this game. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Chernobylite, hey guys, while he's gone, um, leave. Yo, I can still hear you, bro. Oh, no, he's got the other AirPod in. Oh, never mind. Uh, anyway, Chernobylite, if you're a fan of something along the lines of, like, I, I, I kind of want to say Escape from Tarkov, but not really, because there's no PvP to it, um, but, like, uh, Tarkov or, like, Metro Exodus, this is, like, a, a post-Chernobyl explosion uh, sci-fi infiltration game where, with base building. Uh, I know I'm using all the big words, uh, but pretty much you go about this game one day at a time. And as you're going about it, uh, it you go off on missions. So you start your day, you go to an area, you have a mission there, and then you come back and you use all the resources that you've collected to upgrade your base it has like a base building system very similar to like fallout 4 um Mm. so you can build like beds for your companions that you find and everything uh but i have played maybe five hours of this game i'm having a good time with it it's a little it's a little scary i will admit i was playing on my own i'm like maybe i'll save this for stream because i do scary stuff much more on stream than i do on my own time um so it it 
you go on these missions, you collect teammates, and then at the end you're supposed to do a heist. Uh, there's like radiation monsters and stuff, and there's this one dude hunting you at all times uh, who comes out occasionally. Uh, he's not like Mr. a Mr. X. X. He's oh. kind of like a Mr. X where he's coming for you, but it, it, there's kind of like a, a hidden clock each time you're in a mission. And the more missions you play, the shorter the clock gets. Um, but I haven't encountered him yet, but he's supposed to be coming for me if I spend too much time in an area. Uh, and he's like the main antagonist from what I can tell. Cool game. It's, a, it's like an indie game. Uh, it's not something that most people have heard about, uh, but it it piqued my interest when I saw it one day and I've kind of been going through it a little bit uh i recommend it checking it out if you like metro metro is a fun game metro exodus is one of my favorite games of like the past 10 years probably um which i say that and i haven't ever spoken about it on the podcast before but it's, great. <laughs> it's a great game man it's a great game dude it happens remember i had like a monologue about fine i need oh we fantasy him. means to me uh we heard i had a monologue about final fantasy and what final fantasy means to me <laughs> That's enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it, uh, Metro's a great game. Chernobylite's similar to Metro in some scenarios. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend checking it out. Uh, but yeah, I don't have much to say about that. Past that. Um, a game that I've, I have played that Jake is currently playing or on and off playing because you've been out and about, I guess. Uh, yeah. Grindstone. Dude, Grindstone slaps. I grabbed... Uh apple arcade mm-hmm. a subscription they gave me like three free months for me yeah, for yeah, buying yeah. airpods i don't even fucking know they, they like to throw that stuff at you and hope you forget about the free subscription and yeah. then maybe you'll just and i do i do forget about it and i spend like 20 bucks before i remember it's how they get you man it's how they get you but uh grindstone is the gem that i found and what a perfect term i just used because this game is about gems or grindstones um this is a puzzle game that's actually pretty unique it's kind of hard to explain you play as a character that takes up a spot in a grid and the grid has colored stones i guess or enemies and you need to trace a line through match trace them you're actually like attacking them and you're building up a chain um Mm -hmm. so you can play it on the switch if you want to but you have to actually buy it instead of the uh i feel like i don't think that i would love it on switch I, it's not necessarily like i guess i would yeah but I, th- I think it lends itself really nicely to a phone as well the vertical orientation of the game yeah the fact that you're like your grid is goes more north south than it does east west makes it really nice for like one-handed just kind of tracing your thumb around and playing it very quickly yeah. i like having it accessible on my phone i don't play phone games this might be the very that i've ever recommended Oh yeah, first mobile game you've ever recommended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a backbone? No. Do you? Soon. It's in the mail right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. This uh, little teaser. Yeah, I told you that I. I this is a, a tangent, but I told you I've been playing. I was actually playing Cult of the Lamb in my bed using my iPad and like a Dual Sense, and I'm like, this is actually great. Um, That's awesome. I bought a backbone, and we're gonna try it out and just play it play in my bed a little bit because i mean like my phone it's it's got the screen size of almost my my switch right yeah explain what a backbone is if somebody oh, doesn't yeah. know so someone who doesn't have, haven't seen a thousand instagram ads literally for like i think freaking uh like ashton kutcher like had an ad for this 
Swear. So fucked up. Um, but yeah, so Backbone is like a a little control, like a little controller that you snap on to your your iPhone. Uh, they're coming out with the Android version soon. Um, but they just announced PlayStation Edition. And I'm like, I gotta have it. <laughs> um, yeah. But I tried it's out some. Looking. Yeah, it, it like is. A dual it looks like a DualSense. It's why it's got the PlayStation buttons instead of the AVXY that the original Backbone had. Um, it's the exact same hardware and everything, just different coat of paint on it. Um, yeah. But you put it on your your phone. You can use uh, Remote Play on PlayStation. You can play uh, iOS apps with it. You can play Xbox stuff with it. Steam uh, Remote Play or whatever it's called on Steam. Um, so pretty much you, yeah, you can play a ton of stuff with this thing. Uh, and I was like, maybe this would be a good way for me to just kind of like play more games that I, sometimes I just don't want to play a game unless I can play it handheld. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I've got all these games on my, my PlayStation that I want to play, but I don't want to just sit there at, at my chair and play them all the time. Uh, so I tried out remote play and it worked great. I mean, cult of the lamb, the combat is pretty tight for the most part. Uh, and I didn't have any issues. Um, nice. So I got it. We're going to try it out. I'll let you guys know how it is next stream, probably. Uh, or next, next episode. Next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my <laughs> this vocabulary is a podcast, is sir. Ah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, what's up, chat? Um, but no, it's. Uh, I'm excited. Maybe you should. Maybe you'll have to get a backbone for your, your trips, you know? Yeah, not a bad idea. You could you could be because the one thing I disliked about using a controller with my iPad is just like mm-hmm. when I'm laying in bed, it's like my hands are covering up ha- the bottom half of the screen. Yeah, yeah, I uh, hate touch controls. Yeah, well, I I'm I'm not using touch controls, but oh, I have yeah, my yeah. iPad propped up in my lap, and my controller's like covering the bottom half where my hands yep. are laying in front of it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um. A game that I have tried that you were playing is... Oh, baby. Yeah, this is, this is a terrible... Uh, I've played this a thousand fucking times. It's Katamari Damacy Reroll. Katamari Dam- it's, Damacy? Whatever. I, I don't know how to say it. I was just... Katamari Damacy. Damacy. Um, <laughs> Reroll. And <laughs> it's Re-roll. a remake of the original Katamari game, which I think I don't think I've missed a Katamari game. It was... This one followed by We Love Katamari and then Beautiful Katamari for the 360. And then there was a PlayStation 1 that maybe I did miss. Something along those lines. But if you've never played one of these games, they are the most divine fun that's ever existed. You are a little man who needs to restore planets to the universe. It is some weird anime bullshit. But really what you need to know is you're using two control sticks to move around a ball and pick up objects and make it grow. And I, I played it a little bit. I didn't love it because the time limits really yeah. like they I I'm not a huge fan. Well, I say this and I just finished a speed run of a game today. Um, yeah, but I'm not a true. fan of games with like time limits. They make me like anxious. Um, yeah. It's more of like a round time limit. Like I'm terrified of Majora's Mask because it has like this overarching time limit and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think the reason that this one has a time limit is the game is just about rolling shit up for two hours and then it's over. Like, it's the only challenge that you have is to do this in a set amount of time. So it doesn't bother me too much, but I'm usually in that same camp as you. Yeah, I think it would be better off to be more of a Donut County type thing where there's no time limit. Mm. You just kind of chill. Um, yeah. Because Donut County... I bet if we just, got a new one, yeah, it would maybe go that route. You just chill and, like, 
great vibes and you're just dropping stuff in holes let's just Call slowly roll yeah yeah man. yeah I, uh, I i i like vibes um so the, the <laughs> real vibe guy yeah i'm a real vibe guy um <laughs> spe- speaking of vibes i love chopping off my adversary's limbs in chivalry too um have you ever played chivalry no no i think it came up once a couple months ago it and did. I it think seems it, like, like dumb fun Oh, it is. It's so fun, dude. Uh, I actually got some of my friends into it recently. Uh, so we've been playing. Uh, it's been just chilling on my dashboard, and we were sitting there one night, and we're like, what are we going to play? I'm like, so there's this game called Chivalry, um, and it's really fun. It's kind of it's kind of got a learning curve to it, but it, it's super fun. You're just running around chopping people's limbs off. There's a button to yell. Like, uh, there's just a button to scream. Um and I've been working on getting the platinum for it, which I think I'm probably not going to get because I checked earlier and I have to get like 2,000 kills. Uh, there's like trophies for like 100 kills, 500, 1,000, 15, 2,000. I'm right at like 1,600 kills uh, and I have not gotten That's the platinum. Kills. I have not gotten the trophy for 1,000 or 1,500. Uh, oh. So you and your bugged trophies, man. The bug trophies really break. Get this my guy heart. to a QA department stat. Honestly, fix shit. Honestly, they, they really hurt me. Like I, I love getting trophies, and then when they get bugged, it's just like, oh, the biggest punch in the gut, dude. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe I'll hit two thousand, and they'll all auto pop. Maybe not. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It, I, I don't have much to say about this game other than it's fun and you should play it because they keep releasing updates for it. There's another new update recently. They added a whole new faction. They added horses. Um, and yeah. Horses. Yeah. Yeah. You can shoot horses with a giant ballista and like <laughs> you shoot the horse and the person just goes flying. It's great. I love seeing the bodies fly. That sounds like a ma- like what mask is. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking madman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but a little uh, gentler, violent game, Pokemon. Gentle violence. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby! I've been playing some. Same deal. I've been down here, limited options as far as what I can game on. Easiest thing, play some fucking Pokemon. I've been picking up Leaf Green again. I'm at the Elite Four. Basically done. Just kind of waiting, biding my time until I take those fuckers down with my super overpowered Charizard. But yeah. goddamn. The Pokemon formula does not get old to me, especially I feel like Leaf Green and Fire Red are like the two best ones. Are you familiar with those two at all in particular? Uh, Fire Red's actually the only game that I have played a lot of. I made it to the like the what Elite Four, whatever you call it, the last yeah, fight uh, in yeah. Fire Red, and then I quit. <laughs> uh, nice. So I've never beaten a Pokemon <laughs> game, but that was the closest those- one I got. Yeah, so those are remakes of the originals, Red and Blue. Yeah. So it's as far as like a trip down memory lane goes, that's definitely the move that I usually make, I think it's the nicest version. They did Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which are technically remakes of Red and Blue as well that are recent, and I have those available to me on the Switch. But I don't really love that experience. They changed the game where it's kind of Pokemon Go style, where the way that you catch the Pokemon is by like throwing Pokeballs at it physically. And it's just not the same experience to me. So for me, Red and Blue, if I'm playing those, the definitive Leaf Green or Fire really enjoying my time there but it kind of led me to well there's a couple reasons why i ended up playing this but i've been playing pokemon unite again for the first time and really what set me off is it's the one year anniversary Wait, time and out. There was a- you just said i've been playing pokemon unite again for the first time oh 
Nice. Are, no, wait, wait. Have you played this game before? <laughs> I have. I, I have. I think I meant perhaps first anniversary again. Um, <laughs> so Pokemon Unite, yeah. I played it when it launched for five days, and I really enjoyed those five days with it. So I haven't touched it since, and it's been a full year. The reason that I started playing it was there was a uh, Pokemon Direct that happened recently. We'll get into that when we hit our news section after we're finished talking about Pokemon Unite. But um, they were giving away a bunch of free stuff, and I was love my. I don't think I've talked about the fact that I'm like, really, I was really into Heroes of the Storm, which is like the big League of Legends competitor from Blizzard. Doesn't really sit well these days, but I used to play a lot of those games, and I don't have one of those in my life that I really seriously anymore and this scratches an itch that i forgot that i had and it's really really a comprehensive moba for being like exclusively controlled via a controller you'd think you'd still want that keyboard and mouse but they do a re- like a great job so i've actually been really enjoying it it's free to play still really good and highly recommended if you want to play a game for the first time again yeah that's the one to go for i uh i have never played pokemon unite and i probably never you ever played a moba yeah i played one on my phone a long time ago i got really big into it for about i don't know six months uh and wow. then it's like wow this is this this was is it not toxic fun. yeah absolutely very toxic nice i think all mobas are toxic right like that's just yeah a, there's something about them that make you rage a, a prerequisite to it i think so um i think that's how it works yeah I think so as well. Uh, but anyways, so we... Uh, Wait. Mm. That's it for what we've been playing. Are you going to end up putting Stray, Cult of the Lamb, or... Oh, hold on. You said Stray, Cult of the Lamb, or what? Or multiverses into your goatee list. Oh. Because mm. I think Live Alive right now is going to sneak into my top five. I'm I... really digging it. I think, oh man, that's that's tough on the spot. Let me pull up my list and see what it even is right now, um, because I might have updated it without even realizing which, it. Okay. Which of the three do you like the best? Which of the three do I like the best? Yeah, the three new games that you played this month. Oh, dude, probably. Uh, man, that's tough. Cult um, of the Lamb is probably Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, I I think it's got to be Cult of the Lamb. Um, tough day. Guys, yeah, it's 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 not not you know. Oh, here we go. Okay, I've got my I've got my list. I've got my list. Right now, it is one Elden Ring, mm-hmm. two Horizon Forbidden West, three Citizen Sleeper, which is a a sleeper hit, by the way. <laughs> nice. Yeah, got him. Four Lego Star Wars, five Tokyo or Ghostwire Tokyo, six Strangers of Paradise. Uh, seven Dying Light to eight The Quarry, nine Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, and ten Stray. To be honest, I think I think The Quarry and Uncharted are both getting knocked off. Um, I well, I take that. Wait, ten is Stray. Ten is Stray already. Ten is Stray. Oh. I think Cult of the Lamb's probably gonna knock off Uncharted, and it'll be nice. in there somewhere. It's gonna take gonna take some soul searching for me to figure out where i'm gonna put it um mm-hmm. it's not as high as citizen sleeper or horizon forbidden west but i think yeah. it might be higher than ghostwire tokyo i 
honestly think so right now i've got pokemon legends arceus is my number one number two is elden ring and i think live alive might be number three yeah really i really really dig it i it's hitting just perfectly for me like i i definitely see it landing in the top five end of the year i don't see anything else i mean what else are we going to be looking at like maybe god of war sneaks in there and rounds it out God of War, The Last of Us Part Pokemon, One, maybe. Scarlet, uh, get that out of here. Um, there's uh, a Plague Tale <laughs> Requiem. You can't put 2011's Game of the Year on Game I mean, of the Year list. <laughs> I mean, you have a Pokemon game on your it's Game well, of the Year list, so it's original. You have Rogue Legacy Two. You have a sequel on your Game of the Year list. <laughs> yeah, That's a joke. Play. Literally, half of my games are sequels. So, um. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Do some news, baby. Yeah. Okay. So we have, uh, starting off, we have THQ Nordic Showcase. Um, yeah. What did Dude, you think of this? What a weird month. What a weird month for news. Let, yeah. A little bit of table setting for news. Like, basically, everything that's come out has been either bad news or tiny news. Yeah. Except for... This is basically like driven down the center here is like THQ Nordic did a showcase and then Pokemon, not Pokemon, Nintendo has just trickled out news and it begs a question for me. Do you think Nintendo and THQ are smart to kind of like capitalize on the fact that nobody else is talking about anything this month compared to last month? Because last month... I feel like so much happened with like the E3 news and all that kind of stuff that there's things that got lost in the shuffle. Whereas THQ, if they had done this showcase, we wouldn't talk about a single fucking thing on last month's episode. Um, I'm kind of split because one, I think this THQ Nordic showcase is so lackluster that we're barely talking about it anyways. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I think like the only, I think most, like a lot of the conversation around the showcase is how pointless it was. Yeah. And that okay. had they done it in the middle of all that, they wouldn't have had time to talk about how pointless this showcase was. They would That's only fair. talk about the good stuff that came from it. Um, yeah. yeah. I only had one thing in the THQ Nordic show. I was interested in where did you land? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? You cut out. I only had one thing that I was interested in. Yeah. Um, showcase. Where did you land? Yeah, I only had one thing that really caught my eye. Uh, it is Alone in the Dark. Um, mm. So Alone in the Dark was a what a 1992 horror game on the PS1. Uh, oh, I got shit. pulled up over here uh, because I was seeing talk on Twitter about it. I actually didn't know this previously, uh, but it was released for MS DOS, which what is that? Just Windows. Um, in 92, uh, <laughs> Who was Somebody in the comments explained what MS-DOS is. What is, is MS-DOS? Tell me. Oh, man. I wasn't born it's, in Yeah, it. it's like an operating, it's an operating that came before Windows from Microsoft. And oh, it was like, okay. there was no like GUI for it. You booted things from like, have you ever brought up like Terminal on a Mac? Like the, just like the black screen with white yeah, text. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Slash command. It was all booted like that. Oh, God. Jesus. Different world. I hate old days. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, it got ported to 3DO in 1994 and then ported to iOS by Atari in 2014. 
Hmm. But I've really never heard of the older Alone in the 2008 one. Oh, yeah, the 360 one. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it yeah. right now. Um, I've never it was heard big of the, with, like, the Resident Evil and Silent Hill fan. Yeah. So, do you know about the 361? When it like what time period it's set in? Because the original is set no. in the 1920s, and this one's also set in the 1920s in like Louisiana. Um, that might be that. Might it sounds right. I don't know. I just know it had a gray. Uh, oh. In a lot of, we lost him. He had a gray what? I just know it had a gray box with some oh. yellow on. It. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah I, the, I'm gonna be honest. The only reason this caught my eye is it's a horror game. And it's got a cool vibe to it. Uh, past that, yeah. it looks like a B-tier horror game. Uh, this one is developed by Pieces Interactive. I've never heard of them. Uh, yeah. But the interesting thing is, is had the, it has the writer from Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and Soma. Uh, hmm. So that's exciting. Uh, he's a, Those are scary games. So this will surely be a scary game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. This showcase was kind of lackluster. You were interested in what? Rec- Recreation. Recreation. Yes, dude. There's a trailer for this thing online now, and it looks so rad. So the the thing that they got me with is not the trailer. The trailer has like hints of gameplay, but it's mostly a CG trailer. Basically, it was the fine print that sold me. And it's the fact that it's old Need for Speed and Burnout devs are working on this game that involves not only like customizing tracks and creating environments, but it's not just racing, but also crashing, which is what makes Burnout Burnout to me. Okay. So the things that I'm looking at here are like big sense of speed and then that exclusive crash mode, which is basically, it almost kind of plays like pinball where you shoot your car in a direction you accelerate and you try to cause as much damage as possible and it's not something that's really available in most games these days and i mean i've been i've talked about burnout a thousand times on this show at this point and there still is no evidence of a resurgence so i just feel like i'm kind of going doing whatever i can to to fill that void and every time that there's somebody that worked out on burnout i just hope that there's something that can reach those highs once again and i'm yet to find it so recreation looks really cool thq they got some money maybe they can pull it off yeah we will find out um this reminds me of like the gta 5 online maps the way like all yeah a little bit laid out and everything yeah um i see that uh the trailer's not bad I, i'll probably play it we might load it up for a stream one day or something yeah i'm sure yeah, this yeah. will be It'll fun be to, to see. fight with the, the boys or whatever yeah 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 i think it remains to be seen what this game is actually going to play like the yeah. cg trailer is easy to just cast off to the side and be like yeah all right, let's see this fucker actually. yeah um so it remains to be seen and that's the, the thing really tough to make an assumption about it until you can like feel how a car handles and that's what it really boils down to especially when it comes to like an arcade racer does it feel tight does it feel fast that's all i care about can i crash there's three things yeah um i mean i guess it's worth reading off at least the other stuff that was announced um, yeah go ahead there's tempest rising which is a rts um there's space for sale you're a property developer on different planets, so I guess it's like a city builder. Um, Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed. If you like the first one, that's I'm pretty sure big. You'll, you'll like this one. I played yeah. that one when I was a kid. Um, Gothic Remake. Um, 
I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what gothic is. I don't know exactly what it is. I know that there's been, I want to say there was like console within the last 15, 20 years. And it was moderately popular, but another one of it's not really into it. What else you got? Um, there is Jagged Alliance 3. Uh, it's Band of Mercenaries top-down strategy game set in the African mm. war zone. Uh, Outcast 2. I've never heard of the first Outcast. Oh, it's a cult classic adventure game. That's oh. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Knights of Honor 2. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Genuinely, like, this this showcase has not... It's a shitty list. It, it's terrible. Uh, they needed a big, a big name. Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. The Cosmic Shake. Yeah, it's the new SpongeBob game. It's supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Battle for Bikini Bottom, I believe. Uh, cool. The Valiant. Uh, this one kind of interests me because it's set during the Crusades. I'm a big Crusades guy. You know, in Crusader Kings 3, you could participate in the Crusades. Wow. I don't Who'd know. <laughs> um, name like and then the, the Way of the Hunter. Uh, so you, you get to play a hunting sim. So... Hmm. It was, you know, it was a mediocre showcase, but I mean, what can you ask for? I mean, it's not PlayStation, it's not Xbox. Yeah, so. I think there's like some properties, like I think a lot of people hear about Darksiders 4. There were some rumblings about perhaps that's oh, being yeah. worked on. So I think it was really missing like a big name to ground it. Like needed like SpongeBob and Alone in the Dark it was as big as you got. And those are both not huge games for like a press conference event. But what else yeah. are we going to do? Write an email that nobody else fucking reads. So I think they did the right thing. And, <laughs> the right uh, and the, the recreation trailer or the recreation recreation key art makes me think of Cruise and Blast, your favorite game ever. Oh, uh, Cruise and Blast. Part so. of the original yeah game, game list um it, truly truly um so what little news we did get recently we got some about splatoon 3 you're well, hot so we got stuff from nintendo in general and it yeah. goes back to what i was saying at the beginning of this news segment is That's that true. okay whereas thq maybe if we don't consider these together i think nintendo has low-key done something smart i'm calling this segment the nintendo trickle because nintendo opted out of summer game fest everybody else did a thing nintendo did have a direct three weeks late we covered it in the last episode but it was third party only they kept all their first party stuff to themselves and now during this month where there's been no news at all nintendo has steadily trickled out information about their party titles which i think is honestly pretty smart because here we are doing a podcast that you know, recaps the news of the month, and Nintendo absolutely dominates it. Yeah. Have you played any Splatoon? I've not. <laughs> I, it's a game that's never really interested me. Um, I'm in the same boat, but let me tell you, they did a Splatoon three direct, and I'm fu- I'm a fucking Splatoon guy now. I didn't know. I didn't know I was, but I am. The thing, the biggest takeaway that I have from is if you like video games, if you have an inkling of interest in Splatoon, if there if it looks like something you ever see yourself playing, there is a 30-minute Nintendo Direct dedicated to this game that is fucking mind-blowing. Anybody that's a fan of any franchise should be so lucky to get the treatment that Splatoon fans are getting from Nintendo with this game. It's the most comprehensive shit I've ever... Like, even not being a fan... 
seeing the amount of stuff that's being packed into this video game is truly mind-blowing. It is the craziest package of stuff for what's essentially just a third-person shooter ever. But it is very much, at the same time, a sequel, but also kind of like a greatest hits. It's the kind of thing where, for the third version of a game, it is bringing back everything that you'd hope to see as a fan from that frame. And they've made commitments to things like bringing back every single gun. So if it was in Splatoon 1, if it was in Splatoon 2, that gun is in Splatoon 3. And then maps, in addition to getting brand new ones, also gets like six or six to eight of like the best ones from the previous games are all packed in there. It's basically everything is back and better than ever. There are no like nothing being cut from the game. And it looks fantastic. So my question is, am I going to be able to take my skin into Warzone, or is it going to be stuck on this game? Well, you would bring it to Salmon Run, of course, which oh. is the PvE uh, thing. So Salmon basically, Run. with Splatoon, if you're not familiar with Splatoon, it is a at its core, it's a four versus four PvP third-person shooter where you can shoot the opponents, but it only knocks them out for a period of time. The real goal is to use your ink gun to ink more of the stadium than your opponents. So basically you're shooting paint at the walls. If you're on the blue team, you want to paint more than 50% of the stadium blue while the other team, we'll call them yellow, tries to paint that half of the stadium yellow. So during this time, there are other things that you can do. You can transform into a squid and traverse more quickly. You can power-ups for better guns. You can create a loadout. You can have a costume. All the fixings that you expect to see. But in addition to the 4v4 PvP mode, there's also a PvE mode called Salmon Run, which is up to four-player co-op where you're fighting against like waves of enemies. There's a full campaign mode that's built into this game as well, which is new for the series. Ironically, like I think the first one was pretty bare bones was the complaint that people had. This one seems like it's much more of like a full package. The coolest part, though, the whole game is done through this hub, uh, this really big city that you and your friends can hop into. And there's like vendors. There's a bunch of stuff to do in there, including like a very like, I think it's a brand new TCG game where you can collect cards and play like a puzzle game against the computer or other online opponents. It's got amiibo compatibility. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. I urge you as somebody you like video games, check out this Splatoon 3 Direct and see the amount of information packed into this fucking video game. It's truly stunning. You know, I think I'll play it, uh, you know, if Nintendo sends us a code, uh, then I'll play it. Um, I'll do you one better. So on August 27th for one day, there's a one day and it's a Splatfest. Do you know Splatfest? They've kind of made their way into pop culture. I have no idea. That sounds like a orgy of some sort. I... Uh, you're right. It does. But it is not. It's like a <laughs> thing where... So a Splatfest is like a weekend event where if you're playing Splatoon, you log into the game and you declare one or the other side. So, for example, if you logged into last weekend Splatoon 2 Splatfest, you would have to say, are you team hot dogs or team hamburger? And then every game that you played because you chose Team Hamburger would go towards the Team Hamburger thing. If your team wins, you get bonuses. Okay. That kind of thing. So there's a Splatfest every couple weekends, something along those lines. In Splatoon 3, the Splatfests are three options instead of two options. And there's a Splatfest demo coming out. So the game launches on September 9th, but on August 27th for 12 hours, you can download the demo and play in the Splatfest, the first ever three thing, uh, 
three options list where you have to choose rock, paper, or scissors. The first ever so, three-way in Splatoon. You got it. <laughs> you got it. So maybe that's the day you should try it because I'm going to dry it out and I have my Switch with me so you can hop on Discord and we can yeah, play some Splatoon. Yeah, I'll check, I'll, check, I'll check my calendar, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> super hot. I um, mean, I'm excited for people who like Splatoon. Um, the closest are getting into it. That's true. Or people who are getting into it. The closest I ever got to play Splatoon, Splatoon, uh, was when the Switch came out. They had the regular Switch and the Splatoon Two version of the Switch with the game uh, bundled in. Yep. I yep. went to order. I went to order a Switch. They were all out. So I put one on layaway at my Walmart or layover, whatever it's called, layaway. I don't know. I don't even know if they do it anymore. Um, The only one they had was the Splatoon 2 version. So I put that on layaway and I went to go pay it off, picked it up, and they had a gray one there. So I returned it and swapped it out for the gray one. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then with that money, I bought Breath of the Wild. The the difference between because it was a little more expensive I can't, for the. I can't hate on that. Yeah, and then All I right. then I sold Breath of the Wild for five bucks whenever I lost my save file. I was so That's mad about that. I've told you, you about lie. that, right? Are you lying? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You did tell me about that. It's brutal. Yeah, it, it it's tough. It, it's probably the the lowest I've ever been in my gaming history. <laughs> um, but yeah, Splatoon. All right. Um, let me uh, let me breeze over Bayonetta three. There was a trailer for that. Part of the Nintendo trickle. Bayonetta three got a trailer with a release. Platinum Games. You went totally Bayonetta. out right there. Reel it back. Fuck. That was our that was our uh, rewind sound. If you're wondering, <laughs> Bayonetta three release date trailer October twenty eighth. Mm. If you're into Bayonetta, if you're into Platinum Games. It's the game for you. You already know this. Hey, man, her clothes are made out of hair. Or is her hair made out of clothes? You be the judge on October 28th. I saw that there was like a censored mode in this because like she gets pretty naked whenever she's fighting, right? Because she has to use her hair to like attack. Hmm. Uh, And since her clothes are made out of hair, she runs out of hair for both. So she has to be like. And my pant leg. And so, you know, she just. I'm going to let you do the research on this sensor. I probably will. I will probably play this game. <laughs> All right. More um, Nintendo trickle. Yeah. Kirby's Dream Buffet. Dream Buffet. Now, this is so weird. It was announced out of nowhere, trailer on July 12th. And then just a couple days ago, there was a trailer on August 11th with an overview and a fucking release date. This game comes out in two days, comes out on August 17th. That's crazy. It is a $15 small bite size <laughs> Kirby game where you play with up to four players and you roll around kind of like Katamari actually where basically up to four players are rolling through and you're picking up food and food makes you grow or gives you power-ups because of course it's a Kirby game and it just seems like a lot of dumb fun it's kind of a party game there's three different modes you can race there's like a mini game one where you're a small arena and there's like an actual battle royale where you're your friends off, but there's a three minute trailer. That's definitely worth checking out. Like if you search, if you think about Kirby on the switch, you're pretty much just thinking about Kirby in the forgotten land. But if yeah. you search Kirby on the switch eShop, you're going to find like six games. 
which is really strange. Yeah, you know, and this this kind of makes me think of like, you know, like Mario Kart has like its arcade modes where you pop the balloons mm-hmm. and stuff. I feel like this was probably at some point going to be Forgotten Lands arcade mode. And they're like, you know what? Screw it. Break it in half. Yeah. We'll sell this one for 15 bucks. That's not a bad call. I wonder if that's the case. Yeah, because I mean, it, it looks fun on its own, but mm-hmm. definitely not a full price game. So, I mean, 15 bucks yeah. looks legit for it. Um, yep. Yeah, I'll have to check this out. I I'm I haven't played uh, the newest Kirby. Uh, I loved Kirby. I would check that out first. I I really should. I loved Kirby on my DS, uh, but I haven't played it. So I you know it is what it is. Yeah, I need to play the new yeah, one. Yeah, but um, more Nintendo trickle. Mario Strikers got its first uh, free update. Same way that we were expecting, basically. Really small, not that much to talk about, but you have playable Daisy, playable Shy Guy. You have a new course or a new arena, which is like desert-based. And then there is also a uh, new gear set, Knight. You can play as a Knight. Pretty small, but pretty cool. A nice little three-minute trailer all put together. In the same vein, Mario Kart. Booster Course Pass Wave 2 has been announced and released. You can go play it now. Pretty cool. It's been five months. It doesn't feel like it's been that long since Wave 1, but it's been almost half a year since that first one was announced and released. But this Wave 2 is pretty impressive, and they do something kind of interesting. I'll run down the courses. We have New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour, Mario Circuit 3 from the Super Nintendo, Calamari Desert baby, from the 64, Waluigi Pinball from the DS, Another classic. That's the first cup. The second cup is Sydney Sprint from Tor, Snowland from Game Boy Advance, Mushroom from Wii. Oh, mu- oh, dude, mm-hmm. Mushroom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. That was my favorite oh, yeah. one on the Wii. The bouncy mushrooms, baby. Yeah, it's awesome, and it still hits. It's really, really good. And then the last one is really interesting. Oh, they he's gone. He's these- gone. Come back to ah. us. Ah. Return to Earth. There we go. There we go. You're there. This one kind of sets a new precedent for these courses. They talked about when it dropped, the initial idea for this was classic courses ported to the newest version of Mario Kart. But with this one, they added in Sky High Sunday, which is actually a brand new course. Oh, really? With a bit of an an asterisk. So apparently the course was initially created for Mario Kart Tour, which is still being supported, but it hasn't appeared in Mario Kart Tour, so the very first place that you can play is on your Switch via the booster course, which is really cool, and it's a pretty nice-looking course as well. So, okay. kind of a nice little little bonus. I wonder what the future holds. Is there going to be more classics? Obviously, classics are going to dominate this as far as that goes, but I'm wondering if there's going to be any more that or any more tracks that come out that are actually completely original to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. I, I'm glad they're adding courses to it instead of making a whole new one because it's cheaper yeah. for me that way. Um, yep. But I actually haven't bought the new courses yet. I'll probably buy them whenever they all get out or whatever. Subscription, baby. It's included with that expansion pack. Yeah, but then if I don't have the expansion pack, I lose the courses. Yes. So. You just got to sign up for life, man. I don't even pay for online right now. <sighs> yeah. Tough tough college life all right last part of the nintendo trickle is the newest pokemon scarlet and violet trailer and it's a doozy i'll go quick on this i know my mic's been cutting out and it's been a little questionable Uh, but really what you need to know is that fido is in the game if you haven't seen this pokemon google fido f-i-d-o-u 
Strange. It is a bagel dog. And it is so fucking good. But um, pretty cool stuff. The Pokemon Presents that we were talking about earlier that had the Pokemon Unite information also had information on Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters EX, uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix, and then a big presentation on Scarlet and Violet. It showed off the legendaries that take on the form of motorcycles. Motorcycles? Seen... <laughs> yeah, dude. You might have seen people that uh, one of them gets wheels and then still runs, which oh is a damn shame. But the good one, the blue one, actually uses uh, its wheel. The other one just fucking th- That right there would be freak. the deciding factor for which version I buy. I'm not I mean, buying the one that runs and has wheels hanging. <laughs> it's just doing the best it can. Oh um, there were only two new Pokemon. Well, kind of. There was like Satitan, which is like an ice whale thing that stands on the ground. Uh, Fido, which we talked about, which is a fairy type uh doe based dog and then a regional variant oh they, that it's paldea 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 yeah. is the new region and they're gonna have regional forms of older pokemon so there's like a mud based poison type whooper which is a pretty popular pokemon that's coming as well but pretty cool the other big thing that they debuted was this like terrestrial version of pokemon it's very similar to like the gigantamax thing that you've seen or the mega evolution in previous pokemon games there's a way to enhance your pokemon once per battle and make them a big freak this one they turned into like a crystallized version of themselves that enhances one of the types and makes them a single type so kind of cool that's how the raids are going to work uh little crazy footnote is that those raid battles they hired toby fox the guy who made Undertale. undertale to do the music for it, which he did uh, some music for the previous battles as well. Um, however, or the previous games battles as well. But Toby Fox was hired specifically to do like the two themes in the game that you're going to hear the most, which is the theme for the raid battles and the main overworld theme, which is, uh, I think, pretty rad. He's done a great job with that Undertale soundtrack and the Deltarune soundtrack. And he's like a huge Pokemon game. Uh, Pokemon nerd and it's like an interesting story about how this guy kind of made his own game achieved fame and the Pokemon company reached out to him and was like can you please make music for us you're really good at it yeah you read um, so here's the question which one are you going to get Violet I think so too just because of that uh, the, the, the freaking wheels right? yeah I mean I usually go for like the bluish version Violet is close enough all right, so on from Pokemon, we have some delays, unfortunately. Yeah, now for the bad news. Yeah, now for the not good stuff. So first off, uh, Hogwarts Legacy was delayed, uh, mm-hmm. which there was never a set release date for this, correct? I believe it was like they had said December, I want to say. Yeah, I think it was just like Q4. I don't know if it had a number. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it set, it's, it's delayed. But not that far, actually. It's uh, February 10th, 2023 is its release date now. Uh, Not bad. I'll be happy for them to take more time. Hogwarts is a hard game to talk about just because all the controversy involved with the creator. Um, I'm going to buy the game and play it, support the developers. I don't really care about, what's their name? The the hag. Um, Absolutely bitch but uh but yeah i'm gonna buy support developers i like hogwarts as like a fantasy world it entertains me um so it's what it is enjoy the art not the artist um 
Second up, we have Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns also had a Q4 release date. Um, Which it still technically has. Yeah, so it was supposed to release in October. That's what right. Yes. And they put out something the other day saying it's delayed indefinitely, but it should be out soon. So they said that it's been delayed to fiscal year quarter four. And fiscal year quarter four includes... January, basically February. all the way up to the end of february yeah if i recall correctly so it's looking like probably not 2022 yeah which is, again is okay i like to have a couple games at the beginning of the year because normally we don't yeah. have that many and if you're not familiar midnight suns is the top-down real-time strategy from the XCOM developers yeah it has a card-based system it's marvel's midnight sun sorry marvel don't sue me marvel's yes. midnight sun um, yes yeah, so I mean, it looks cool. I'll probably play it. I'm not a huge fan of card-based systems in games, but oh well, yeah. you know. Um, and then we also had the worst of them all, uh, which was Kotor, Knights yeah, of the dude. Old Republic, indefinite delay. Evidently, it's just in a horrible state. And yeah, they fired like on. multiple directors from the project and like it's now at like a standstill. Yeah. I'm sure they want this to happen. Fans want it to happen. But that's two Star Wars games that have really been announced way too fucking early. That and uh, Eclipse. Eclipse. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it's tough uh, times. I, I understand like wanting to hype it up, but geez. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I was so yep. excited for KOTOR. Um, Me too. But that's pretty much all the big delays that we could uh, find. Avatar. Oh, yes. Avatar. Frontiers of Pandora. Correct. Uh, the yeah. Originally slated. Yeah. yeah evidently, world. it's a beautiful game, but it's just boring as heck to play from what I heard on Twitter. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a Ubisoft game, baby. Yeah, that's that's fair. Come uh, at me. As Assassin's much as Creed I love. Games. Hey, man, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. As much as I love Ubisoft no. games, they're terrible at the same time. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've also got a rumor of a black panther game by ea um, yeah which people are scared but i will say ea did a great job letting respawn go on fallen order and Mm -hmm. they've seemed to kind of turn around recently with what they're thinking um i mean they did kind of butcher anthem and a bunch of other stuff but you know, that was years ago. I, I, I have faith in them. What was the most like EA hasn't really released much recently other than like sports games? Knockout City. Oh, God. That's <laughs> I don't know. Sport, if that's sports game. Sports game. Um, but they've they've done. I mean, I don't know when I think about EA. These days, it's mostly they have like their EA sport. FIFA 23 also, we're not covering that. But yeah. FIFA 23 announced to be the last FIFA yeah. um, has been announced. But outside of that, I mean, they do their Madden's. They've got Apex, which is printing them money. Apex, yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think of the last game from EA that's like a single-player game. Was it just Fallen Order? Like, they haven't had that many games recently. But it might be. I'll bring up I'll bring up EA while you... What this Black Panther game could be. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's a single-player Black Panther game from EA. I think they're going to have a hard time overcoming uh, some marketing for it just because their history. Also, uh, with the most recent Marvel's uh avengers game from square enix uh marvel's tough right now man yeah guardians of the galaxy was a phenomenal game well received though yeah but it couldn't overcome the stigma from uh uh, 
Avengers. Jeez. I'm mm-hmm. struggling for words. There's about a billion Marvel properties that I can't <laughs> I can't think of them all. <laughs> um speaking of Marvel, uh Spider-Man just released on the PC and it's amazing from the word the sounds of it. Um I don't have yeah. it on PC, but it it's a phenomenal port from what I can hear. Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's like a lot of Marvel properties that are cooking right. Now. Yeah, which is interesting because now at this point with Black Panther, you add that to Wolverine and Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Avengers still hanging on right now. There's a lot happening in that Marvel universe. Um, talking about EA, since 2021, they put out It Takes Two, Mass Effect Legendary mm-hmm. Edition, Knockout City, I was right, F1, about a dozen Sims 4 expansions, Lost in Random, FIFA, NHL, Madden, Battlefield 2042, Grid Legends. That's pretty much it. So Battlefield was pretty much their last big thing they put out. And before that, it was yeah. It Takes Two. I mean, FIFA's the biggest thing they put out. Well, yeah, as, aside from sports games, I should say. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, no I have hope. I would play a Black Panther game. R.I.P. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. King. Of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, that brings also, us... We're using, if you're watching this, we're using a thumbnail of like... Yeah, just of the movie. Uh, just because it's there's no like official key art for the game, it's nothing it's more than rumors right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all the news of recent. Uh, it's been pretty quiet, thankfully, since E3 has died down, or I guess Summer Games Fest. I'm gonna say E3 until I die, even though it's incorrect now. Um, but what we have coming up on PlayStation Plus for the monthly games for the essential extra and premium tier uh we have tony hawk's pro skater one and two a ps4 and ps5 version uh we have yakuza like a dragon ps4 and ps5 which i'm excited about personally uh and then we have little nightmares for what p ps4 yeah that's right yeah that's a hell of a fucking lineup for ps plus that's great i mean those are the free games yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty wonderful I, i will say um, and then yeah. we also have the new PlayStation Plus to add to this now. That's right. First um, time. Yes. So for this month, it, it's kind of difficult because the new PlayStation Plus updates bi-weekly. So there are new mm-hmm. games every other week. So we can really only get one of these at a time. So there are going to yep. be more games than this. But we have Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami 1 and 2, Dead by mm-hmm. Daylight, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and Bug Snacks. Uh, nice. Also all bangers for the most part solid yeah um they also announced that all yakuza games would be coming to playstation plus within by the end of the year um, yeah they're all on xbox game pass as well it's crazy those yakuza games are <laughs> you said you said those yakuza games are and then I just available if you like them man. yeah let's go uh pretty much zero through six are all the same thing from what i can what from what i've heard uh yeah but yeah, I'm going to try Like a Dragon because, you know, I'm going to play it on my yeah. backbone, actually. I'm going to try it out, see how it is. That's um, probably a good one to do, turn-based. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, so then at Xbox, we have... Hey, wait. Mm-hmm. It's not Xbox. This oh. is the shit show at the Fuck Factory. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, we have Colico. Colico. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scourgebringer. Oh, yeah. Scourgebringer. <laughs> uh, we have, for the Xbox 360, Saints Row 2 and mm. Monaco. I've heard of one of wow. those games. Um, yeah. 
arguably yeah. some people say Saints Row 2 is either your favorite or your favorite or least favorite Saints Row? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Dude, it's, I think everyone uh, is getting home and getting on their Wi-Fi, and it's just like zapping yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we go to Game Pass, uh, which we have Cooking Simulator, also Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, Two Point Campus, pretty cool, Turbo Golf Racing, which looks like a like a bad uh rocket league ripoff i'm not sure it is okay uh something of rome i'll be honest the text is too small in my screen to see what the top words are <laughs> it's a good thing we're recapping this baby. so it's something of rome if you know that game let me know uh off world trading company i think that's mm -hmm. what that says uh and then shinzen one zero i don't even know what those are i've i've never heard of those bottom three classic yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know man. i don't know i'm not an xbox guy uh um, you're not yeah so what can we talk about yeah what's going out yeah what games do we have coming out this month so we're recording this on august 14th and then tomorrow day after tomorrow on august 16th is roller drone which we talked about in the last episode it was at the microsoft bethesda showcase looks really cool it's that cell shaded somewhere minute. between like tony hawk and max Payne. it wasn't at the microsoft bethesda showcase because it's a playstation pc exclusive jake fuck all right it was at it was at I... summer game fest then. <laughs> it was at one of those events and it looks really good. I have no idea where it was. I just know it's only on PlayStation. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Thymesia. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Thymesia. It's a uh, Souls-like. Got it. Yeah. Like a, what else do you know about it? It's like a double-A Souls-like. Um, I think it's published <laughs> by Focus Home Interactive. That sounds right. Nice. Um, they did like the... Uh, the Oh, God. I talked about it earlier. A Plague Tale. There's the Plague Tale. Oh, publishers. nice. Those are your guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they make good double-A games. <laughs> um, on August 19th is Madden 23, which we've already shit on today. Yep. Uh, Saints Row, August 23rd. Will you be which, getting that? Man, if you would have asked me if I was getting the new Saints Row a year ago, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. But I am not getting this Saints Row, and I have a feeling it's like slated to be the worst Saints Row that's ever come out. It looks tough, man. That's tough. The, the fucking tone is just all over the place. It just looks shitty. If it gets reviews and people are saying, like, don't judge a book by its cover and try Saints Row because it really is super sound, I'll be in. But it looks like they're straying further and further from God on this one. <laughs> Not my thing. You have that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um, what I will be getting on August 26th is Pac-Man World Repack, the remake of the original PS1 Pac-Man World. 3D platformer, baby. And then the last thing is something that we talked about at that THQ Nordic event, and it's uh, Destroy All Humans 2, August 30th. Yeah, uh, also August 30th, the Cowabunga Collection. Oh. The TMNT Cowabunga oh, Collection. baby. I figured you That's mean. right. Yeah, I'm all in. All um, in. There's also uh, Soul Hackers 2 on August 26th, which is like the oh, yeah. Persona thing. But um, People are super into that. Yeah, some people. Not me. Not me, people. Not me. Um, 
But yeah, so pretty much uh, we decided we're going to tease a little, what are we going to call it, editorial for next month? Uh, yeah, not even podcast. editorial. We're going to do a little activity. We're yeah. assuming that next month is going to be as light as this month. Maybe even lighter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, We're going to need to pad that time a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we have this thing here about you video games that we're going to go through next month. Uh, it's our favorite game of all time. Favorite series. Really? Let's, let's tell this a little more. This is like a popular Reddit thread. Very yeah, 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 One yeah. of those things. It's like a template, basically. If you're listening to this and not seeing it, it's like this grid of things that you use to kind of define these categories for yourself on video games. Yeah. So our idea is Colin and I are both going to fill this out in between now and the next episode. We are also going to offer the information to you right now so if you're in either of our discords and you want to post there if you want to post your answers in the comments or even if we go over our answers next month and you want to post them there you're able to do so but it's just a fun little activity that i think will uh allow us to talk about some of our favorite games of all time if we're searching for content next month yeah but the only rule that we have is you can't like for me i could put sly cooper as like 90 percent of these the rule is we don't want to like, we, well, we don't want to put something more than twice. No, more than so once, but there's once. there's a little bit of wiggle room there because so essentially what we have here is like a list. Like give a give three demos of like what the categories are. So there's favorite game of all time, yep. game you always come back to, and guilty right. pleasure. All three of all those three of those could be Sly Cooper for me. Only one of them should be Sly Cooper. But in a situation where they're asking for your favorite franchise, I would allow Sly Cooper to be your favorite franchise. I would allow Sly 2 to be your favorite game of all time. I would allow Sly 3 to be your guilty pleasure or Sly 4 in that scenario. And then I would also allow Sly Cooper to be your favorite protagonist, if that makes sense. And my favorite art style and favorite ending and favorite boss fight and childhood game and the list goes on i cannot put final fantasy 7 as best story favorite game of all time and game i keep coming back to is the idea but with that said run down those categories my man yeah so there's favorite game of all time favorite series best soundtrack favorite protagonist favorite villain best story have not played but want to you love everyone else hates you hate everyone else loves best art style favorite ending, favorite boss fight, childhood game, relaxing game, stressful game, game you always come back to, guilty pleasure, pleasure, and tons of hours played. We already know what uh, Jake's tons of hours played will be. I'll give you a guess. Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not even fucking close. Yeah. Be fun with that next episode. What are we forgetting? Nothing? Nothing? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. If you're listening, if you're listening to this right now, you're a fucking trooper. I know this wasn't the easiest episode. My mic cut out a lot. We got different people on the ones and twos. It's Colin. Uh, Awesome. Good job, dude. I think we killed it. Yeah, I think you did well. I mean, as far as throwing this thing together while I'm on the road and with a little bit less prep work, I think it went okay. But if you're listening or watching, much appreciated. We'll be back on track for the next episode or at least a, a little bit more technically sound. Things will be how you expect them. I'll be on a much nicer microphone next time around, which will be very, very pleasurable. You want to do plugs? You got to do plugs. Yeah. Uh, Jake, where do we follow you at? Jake twitching, Jake twitching 
without a G, Jake Twitchin, on uh, all your major platforms, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Other ones, but I won't Only see fans? them if you interact there. Soon come. Ooh. Well, you can find me at Colleen underscore, K-A-U-L-I-N-E underscore on every platform, pretty much, uh, including OnlyFans. Uh, that's a joke. I'm not on there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you guys for coming out. Jake, do you have any last words? You're forgetting. Yeah, of course I have last words. We have oh. our own Instagram and Twitter. Oh, and yeah. Twitch. I forgot. You can find this whole thing at Game List Show. If you're listening to this yeah. and you liked it at all, if you're watching it on YouTube, go subscribe in the podcast feed. If you're listening to the podcast, go to Twitch and find one of us and follow us. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Engage in any way. We're growing, but we can grow faster. With the yeah. Help of you. I, I, it's been so long. I had completely forgotten we made gameless pages like everywhere yeah baby so yeah we, baby we have our own youtube now we're we're a real wow show crazy sponsors reach out reach out i'll i'd be more than happy to wear your shirt on this stream uh but no yeah follow us we'd appreciate it jake thank you for being here tonight don't thank me man no thank you for being here dude thank you you're supposed no, to fuck no, you thank you thank you thank you no fuck you you, you do the last words. I don't do last words. Wait, That's not how this works. Hold on. I was thanking you, and you said, thank you. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. We appreciate, you, we appreciate you guys for End listening and watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next month for the August we'll coverage. We'll see you in 16 days. Yeah, 16 days. Something like that. I don't know. Who Easy. knows? I can't do math. Let's be honest. I'm too young. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great one. Peace out.